pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manueli and Amanda Hunt. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda Hunt. And I'm Kara Manueli Norris. Uh, and we're the host of Growing Out the Pod, which you know because you you downloaded this onto your podcast app. Yeah. There are no surprises left no. here at this point. Um, Kara, any wild hair tales this week? Let's see. Um, I curled my hair today for the first time, which okay. is uh, I have not done, I think, all quarantine. Uh, so my arms were really tired from holding my hair up because I use a rod, uh, a wand, excuse me. Is it a rod or a wand? Do you call it? I, 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 I would not say you were wrong. If you said either one to me, I wouldn't blink twice. Okay. I'll blink one time a normal amount. Okay, great. So it's a one-time blink rod. Um, and so my arms were tired. But otherwise, I'm, like, it, it, I'm getting, you know, I shaved my arms. Your whole arms? My whole arm. Well, just the forearm. I did. I did. We talked about it last week, and I was like, I kind of going to shave them. Wow. How'd it go? Uh-huh. Um, my razor was really built up, but otherwise it was great. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do, I do find that very satisfying. Yeah. And like you have to take the water and just like – or you can peel it off the razor. It's just like a perfect clump. You're just like, mm-hmm. goodbye. I always cut myself if I touch a razor. Like <laughs> as a law, I will cut myself. <laughs> Um, I hair wise have like given up over the last few days and like, is it a sign of depression? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but also it's it's very humid in New York right now. And so, um, it's like, well, you could wash and dry and straighten your hair and you could like tilt at windmill windmills with that, but like, it's going to look like shit either way. And so like, just, just like, let it, let it pull it back let it be for a little bit. We're heading into fall. It's about to be peak bang season for me, which, you know, God knows every year, everybody steps out in the spring in their sundresses. Me, late September, I step out in my newly coiffed bangs and I'm like, Ooh. hello. And I do like a little shake of it and look like Anne Hathaway in Devil Wears Prada. Oh my God. I totally can see that with your dark, long, luscious hair and like your, your scarf, maybe yeah, like a little beanie. A, I throw a scarf over my shoulder. I oh, whip yeah. the beanie off my hair and then it's like bangs, bangs, bangs. Uh, and this year, of course, I haven't had a haircut in months and it will be more like dead dry ends. <laughs> Don't but, get out of my way or get cut. <laughs> but it will still it will still be nice when the humidity is gone. Like it's not even hot today, but it's so humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually cool here today. It's like in the eighties, maybe. That's so it's not crazy. Not cool. I, but see, there's no humidity here, so it's not humid. So I can actually mm-hmm. be outside. I do get a little sweaty, but like nothing like it's been. Like last week it was humid and like a hundred. So well, and now you shave those arm hairs. So you're yeah. like aerodynamic. I think that's maybe what it is. Maybe that's why I'm not so hot. It's because my pores are exposed and it's just like stuff's sweats just like shooting out of it, you know, just exploding out, not touching the skin, just straight into the garden. Yeah. It gives you like a big, like buffer, like of an aura of like just sweat shooting out of my arms. It's yeah. Great. That's actually really beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, I can't think of a more stunning way to begin uh, our interview with our guest. Uh, she's a talented performer and dancer. Oh, yeah. Um, so put in your cars and your homes and all the other places that you are, put your little hands together for Talina Lee. Whee! 
Okay, guys, we want to welcome to the pod Talina Lee Zink Haller. Is that what we do now? Did you add Haller? Is it four names now? Because you just got married. I, I dropped the zinc, but I have to say zinc Haller sounds good. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so Talina Lee Haller. Yeah. Okay. Sounds okay. good. And, you know, maybe we've we decided to change your name today. You know, maybe that's the end result of this podcast. My last name was Manueli and now it's Norris. However, I did not drop my last name, my, my Manueli name. It's like I have two middle names now, uh, but my stage name is still Manueli. So if you're looking for me on there, that's what it is. Okay. So it, Google, Google, <laughs> if you're out there, it hasn't changed. Don't do that. Don't you dare update it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so Telly has a tap group, um, Tap That, and they perform, they do amazing music videos. She's a, a very, very talented dancer, singer, choreographer. Um, one of my best friends, we, we were in a girl group together for like seven years. So we have a lot of history and a lot of beauty history and hair history, don't we? We certainly do. I feel like everything from wigs <laughs> to extensions to eyelash, the fake eyelashes. Uh, I feel like we've done it all. Wait, and did y'all do the fake eyelashes that were like a sheet of eyelashes that you put on once or extensions that you get done? Oh no, we've always used like the strip lashes that you put the glue on and you stick it on there. But the problem with that is you start with it on your eye and by mm -hmm. the end of performing, it's like half hanging off. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes poking you in the eye and you're like, this is, this is glamorous. Like this is what true glamour is. I feel well, like super glue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amanda, remember when we did summer stock theater together, we wore the same eye. We were, I think we wore about, um, fake eyelashes all day, every day for five days a week, at least. Like we were disgusting. Like we wore those eyelashes for too long. Like I will say that now, like looking back that was very gross and also very unnecessary because the house was so small. It was like a hundred person theater and Kara and I were like, we're going in full drag queens. Are we playing settlers of the Colorado mountains? Yes. Will we be doing a full lash? Yes, we will. Absolutely. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. You know what? It begs the question though. Uh, how often can you reuse the eyelashes? Like it's an acceptable amount of time that you can keep on reusing it. Because, I mean, who knows? See, I find that when we did the shows, Amanda, and then with Telly, when we do it, our, our you know, one or two shows, whatever we did, um, or we go out, I wore the same eyelashes the whole summer because mm -hmm. they fit my eye so well and I could get them on lickety split. When I find I have a new pair of eyelashes, it takes me like a week or so to get them to actually like stay on my eye and not flip up at the ends because they're cut, they're, they're fit to my eye. Um, mm -hmm. But I did have a lot of goopy goops. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of goopy goops on them. Like, I feel like the answer to that question is when you can't separate the individual lashes anymore, you've gone a week too far. Yes. Like, you should have, caught, you should have thrown them away a week before that happened. Instead of being like, well, two more months. Uh, guess I'm not going to get new eyelashes. Right. Or when you get, like, pink eye or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 If anyone around you gets pink eye, I would say get rid of those lashes. Well, I feel like lashes now, there's so many. I remember like when, when I used to wear them for, for theater, there was like only a certain amount. Like there's a brand, mm -hmm. a couple of brands, and then they had the same kind of styles. Now there are so many different types of lashes that are just like luscious and like clearly fake, but they're mm -hmm. very like just like 
well, but bam, like they can like hit you in the face when they use them. And, and you, people use them for everyday lashes. Yeah. When I see somebody who's doing a full lash, like, I just think like, God, I know what it took to get those on. And thank you for bringing this to my life today. Mm-hmm. I'm a serial lasher. So it is rare that you will see, like, I'm not wearing it right now because I was dancing in a park, but um, that sounds so weird. But, um, <laughs> but seriously, I find I, if I'm like going to work or anything like that, if I just put on a lash, it means I have to spend less time on my makeup. I feel like it finishes off the look. And I'm like, well, I don't have to worry about the eyeshadow so much because the lash is like the bam, you know? Right. You mm. feel like, oh, I'm completed now. I'm dressed. Yeah, like I feel awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it opens your eyes for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like I look more awake when I put mascara on, and um, I do, I do like it when I wear, uh, when I do wear the fake lashes. It just is a lot for. It's just a lot. I don't do it. I don't do it enough anymore. Like I used to. I'm not a pro at it. Like I used to be. You have those beautiful um, lush lashes already, Kara. Like you always look like your lashes are so long, and so mm-hmm. like mine, mine don't look like that, girlfriend. Well, thanks, but that's because I'm hairy everywhere else that I'm, if I don't have long eyelashes, I'd be very pissed. Um, <laughs> Kara's lashes also naturally curl and you'll yeah. watch her curl them. I like in college, she would curl them and it would be like, they look the same. They were curled yeah. before and they're still curled. I don't waste my money on curlers anymore. Cause if I do that, sometimes I just curl back into my head and I just look like I have short, <laughs> short eyelashes again because they're curled so tight, like a little curly cue that it's like, is it a pube in your eye? Is that a pube coming out? Like what? Okay. They're like so short and so dense. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, well, Tally, when you do your eyelashes, you only do half your eye, right? You don't do the full, you cut them. Yes, I cut them in half so that um, the small end is a little closer. Like I put the largest part on the outside and work it in so then it becomes your real lashes. So it just looks a little more natural. Mm-hmm. So- them in half you, you get extra use too so it's a win-win that's how a smart you, trick how long do you go without changing your eyelash like how many how many uses do you get out of yours that's that well i don't wear them every day let's say every other day um i would say two weeks okay that's not bad that's pretty good yeah, that's that's so like that's so hygienic to me yeah <laughs> So in true. terms of what we do with lashes, I'm impressed. Totally. I've, look, I've tried the um, magnetic ones. Actually, Kara, I think you got me the magnetic ones. I did. They look, they're fun, but you look like you've got a lazy eye because it's like legit heavy. So you'll be looking and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a fantastic idea. It's just a little too heavy for your eyelid. Well, now they have the mag- magnetic liner that you put on it's like eyeliner it's black eyeliner and it's magnetic and it sticks to eyelashes rather so it's not actual physical magnets like the ones i gave you that was i don't know why people would do that um but now it's it's a like a a magnetic strip of like liquid that you put and then you put the eyelash on and it's supposed to like just stick um we should try that that sounds cool i will i will look that up again because i keep i see them on my instagram all the time because i get eyelash stuff all the time um Because I love eyelashes. But have you, have you ever thought about doing the extensions? Yeah. Uh, my mom did the extensions and they look awesome. But it's a lot of upkeep. And also, apparently, you can't wash your face properly. And I love cleansing my face at the end of the day. So I kind of feel like if I can't wash my 
you know, because you've got to be so gentle around your eyes. Otherwise, they just come out. So I'm like, I don't know if that's for me, but I, I'm interested. But I'm also interested in the, you know how they have serum? Like yes. the serum, does that work? I so, don't know. I will attest, I did be, I was very gratuitous because I already have long eyelashes, I know, but I was like, I want to see how long I can get them. And I got- I don't, don't do a dumb voice for yourself. I think it's fine to say, I like this part of me. I want to accentuate it. I, I used to wear push-up bras all the time. What a wild move. Like that was so aggressive, you know, but it was the time when I was like, I just want giant boobs. Oh yeah. I, I know that. I know that time, but I still live in that time, I think. Um, but- I, the problem is I bought it from an M- MMLM, the R- Ronan Fields one, but I will say it was like 75 bucks, but they did work. They grew, lo- they didn't fall out. So what, what it get, what's the, does, I guess, is it doesn't, your eyelashes just keep growing. Like they, because they, they go through a fallout phase, you know, when you have like one eyelash that falls out and your whole eyes just look stupid. No. <laughs> Telly and I are both shaking our heads so hard. Like, no, no, that's never happened. If an eyelash falls out, I kind of just move on. Like my eyelashes aren't like destroyed for months. It's really not that bad. I'm just being overdramatic because I wanted to have overdramatic eyes. So I got this stuff. And let me tell you, it really did work. My eyelashes were long, but it became too long that when I put mascara on, it was hitting the top of my eyebrow and it was just... Like you, there was no point in me putting any, anything else on my eyes because my eyelashes were just taking over my whole eye and it kind of looked a little scary a little bit, Ooh. a little like a spider because it was just, they were so long and I might do it so again. They're, they're not for someone with already a bounteous gift I mean, eyelashes. I wouldn't say no, but I also like, I might do it again, but I don't need to do it anytime soon. It's, I, so I would say do that for people who have shorter eyelashes because it does work. Okay. Mm. I might try that out. Because I don't know the difference between Latisse and this last year serum. I don't know what the difference is, but I've heard like Latisse you had to have a, a prescription for. Well, and Latisse, they might have pulled it off the market because it changes the pigment of your eyes, which like, that's not that big. of like, If my eyes got a little different, I don't think I would mind, but also like, what is that chemical? You know, like, I don't, like, I don't, what else is happening if that's right. happening? And why don't they invent, like, if I put on my eyelashes, why don't they make it for people's hair, like their head of their hair? So I'm like confused and why we're putting it close to such a delicate part of our, like an open hole of our face. <laughs> There's like these chemicals. Why don't, we, <laughs> <you know? laughs> why don't we put it like on our heads? Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, they do make story, shampoos sure. that make your hair grow that isn't near an open hole as you so eloquently put it uh-huh. you know i have tried though the hair like hair grow shampoo and i have to say it doesn't froth like you know how shampoo you get all that nice frothy stuff yeah it's like dry and i'm like mm, that doesn't feel like a good shampoo so it's not satisfying I, it's not that satisfying suds i like the suds but it's not near a hole so and so that is a trade-off you know it's <laughs> Kara, I'm going to be haunted by that phrase for the rest of the day. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Whole. Mm. So, um, Telly, how many hair colors have you had, Telly? Oh, I feel like I've been every color in the book. Um, I've been so black that it's been blue, like that blue black. Mm-hmm. I've been so blonde that it looks white. Um <laughs> And all the shades in between. And then I went red 
And I loved the red. It was like fire engine red. It was so fun, but the upkeep is crazy. And now I'm brown, but yeah, I mean, I just love hair colors. I've never been anything wacky like a purple or a pink or a green. I haven't done that, but I've done like hair colors that look like I could have been born that way. You know, you have that color of skin that can, you can pull it off and be like, I am going to be blonde today. I'm going to be redhead. Like you do look like you can pull it off. I, I've seen your natural hair when you were a kid. You used to have like spiral curls. Like Amanda, they, she had spiral curls kind of like, you know, your hair is pretty curly mm-hmm. and her, and your hair is really dark. That's how Telly was. She looked like as a high school. Oh, it was like ringlets, ringlets, ringlets. Um, and then I started going a little blonder. And once I started putting bleach in my hair, I just lost my curl. Like it just, so that's a bummer. Like you always want what you don't have. So when I was curly, I just wanted straight or I just wanted like beach waves. And now I just live like a beach wave life. It still has a little, it's got a little curl at the ends, but it's definitely not ringlets. So bleach, don't bleach, yo. Yeah. How do you avoid like... Obviously, losing your curl is a little bit of damage, but how do you avoid damage in an, on an ongoing basis when you're like always playing with your hair color? You know what? You just have to trust your hairdresser because I always just go, you know what? Please do it, but do it safely. So when I gradually started going blonde, I started just with like the little streaks, you know? Um, so it was very soft. And then I just hit a point where I was like, just do it. Let's just go blonde. Uh, and then I was blonde for so long. I feel like I was blonde for like a solid eight years, maybe. And it like was really like, bleach blonde? Uh, like every tone. So it was like that kind of Jennifer Anesty, blondie, brownie thing. And then it became bleacher and bleacher. I was like bleacher and bleacher. <laughs> bleacher, bleacher. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it's fun. It's fun. As long as you use like good shampoos and conditioners, I feel like you're good, right? Yeah. I remember when I Do you eat- have a brand that you're like loyal to conditioner wise or shampoo wise? Yeah. I, I feel bad, but I used to use, I don't know if I should say this, but I used to use Pantene Pro-V back in the day mm-hmm. until my hairdresser was like, your hair's so like shiny and glossy. I'm like Pantene Pro-V and she's like, no, don't do it. She's like, it's not good for all like the bleaching. So I ended up using like um, a purple, a purple shampoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even think of, it was like one of those expensive ones because yeah. I was like, I didn't want breakage and I yeah. had to do so many hair masks. Like, Just constantly. Blonde dries you out, man. Mm-hmm. Where and a Pantene, we'd love to partner uh, you know, obviously, and any purple shampoo, uh, we'd love to partner. Listen, so. when I have knots that I just, I'm like, I'm so frustrated with these knots. I will go to freaking Walgreens or CVS and I will buy some Pantene Pro-V because I know it will get it out. It we did like a beauty thing in Girl Scouts. I had a great Girl Scout troop. We did a lot of fun things. And a beauty expert like came in and was like Pantene Pro-V and once again, would love to partner, but they said like they use wax in their um, formula. Yeah. And so like it coats your hair, but not in a way that's like, so it looks shiny and it feels soft. And if that's what you're going for, great. But long-term it can cause like a lot of damage. Yeah. It's coating your, it's like, it's, it's taking all the crap, like the dirt in your hair and just like putting wax on it and just covering it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to, just constant buildup is going to keep coming on your hair. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
Sorry, that was a poor choice of words there. I mean, and then imagine you're out, you're in a windy field. Suddenly your hair whips into an open hole like your eye. <laughs> and then you've lost your eye. You've lost that eyelash for sure. Uh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> You'll never be the same again. No. You, and people will be like, what happened to her? And they'll be like, she used to use Pantene Pro-V. And then, and then everyone will understand. And they'll know. There. They'll know. Oh, and then, then, and then the hole. And they'll be like, yeah. It was the hole. And then the hole is what people will ask, of course. <laughs> That's so funny. I always remember um, being on set, right? And um, they sprayed water on my hair and then put a heating iron on it. It literally frizzed like, like you know, to the point of no return where you're like, I need to cut my hair off now. And I really did. And I was blonde as well. So think bleach blonde water on hair, burner on hair, frizzle. And then it was just treatment after treatment after treatment and cutting hair off. And you know, when you've been growing your hair, cutting your hair off is like heartbreaking if you didn't make that choice. I think when I met you, that's when you had just had like, you had that shoot and then you had like, you had like a little tiny tuft on top of your <laughs> back of your head. Yeah. Of like, cause they cut it, they cut it like basically to the scalp. So there was like a part of your head that was like just a little tiny hair. They burnt me, like they, not me, they didn't burn me, but it's still a piece of me, you know, but they burnt it to a frizzle, like, and there was nothing I could do about it. Oh, man. So you just had a little Kate Goslin duck (laughs) duck top at the back of your long, beautiful blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, I cut it off to my shoulders and we tried a layering thing. Mm -hmm. So layering was my way. Oh, it was just a bad layer, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was kind of like alpha alpha at the back alpha, alpha yeah mm-hmm. an elegant look yeah super hot. i mean it was super in in like 2009 right yeah. i started the trend yeah, yeah. kate goslin should send you a check honestly <laughs> <laughs> right so in so in so hot yeah and then we dabbled then we dabbled in hair extensions you know yeah so, so you and the girl group, did everybody have to get hair? Like, tell, can we, t- can you guys explain the girl group a little bit for, for the, for our fans, which are called our furries? <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, Telly. Go ahead. You can start at this off. Way back in the day, <laughs> we signed a very weird contract. Um, <laughs> and it was probably the worst contract we, we signed and we got told not to sign it. But all in all, it was fun. Um, we, we did some good things. And what it came down to is like the people that you meet. Like out of that, I met Kara. And we have like a lifelong friendship now, you know. Um, <clears throat> but it was like one of those things where you, you sign a contract and then you don't do anything. As in we did a lot of work but we never were on stage again after we signed the contract. And it's kind of like, if you're working hard at something, you should show your work. Like we really did do so much and we were good, but it was almost like a possessiveness of you're not ready to go on stage, even though we were ready. So it's like, we were good. We were good, but we had just a a manager that uh, promised us the world. And then uh, pit us against each other a lot and slept with some of them. Not me, not me or Telly. We were not part of that. No. Um, and um, 
um, uh, threatened me a couple times. I, I remember <gasps> I, I definitely got in his face a couple times and he, Carol, Carol was like in beast mode. I mean, I was the oldest one. I was protecting them because I knew at the point, at that point, I was like, this guy's just taking advantage of us. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Wait, um, were you all like living in a house? Was it like making the band? We all yeah. lived in a house together. Yes. In that one way, in that one way. <laughs> yes, that one way. We were already made, but we, we kind of moved in together and we did like, we had great houses. Um, <laughs> we met some really good people. Uh, a couple of them, you know, just, we haven't remained friends with all of them, but um, there's been, you know, they all, some people left before we did and they were smart too. They understood what was going on, but we kind of, we stuck through it and we, then we decided, nope, we're just, we're jumping. So you but, would um, like rehearse and did you, you had day jobs yes. and then you would live together and rehearse and then you'd be like, okay, we're ready for a show. And your manager would be like, mm -hmm. he didn't know what to do with us. And we had all, so many options. We were in the studio a lot and we had all these, we had these songs that we really thought were great. And, mm -hmm. uh, and marketing material. We mm -hmm. had so much marketing material, like photo shoots and like stuff that you just haven't seen out there. You know, like, yeah, we were ready. The thing is with him is what, when I, when I, me and Tally decided to leave is basically he didn't, we knew he didn't know what to do with us and he made us feel we couldn't go anywhere. Like we were not to go to trips. We weren't allowed to go out of the city. Like we barely were able to travel because there might be something around the corner. Mm -hmm. And he kind of, it kind of was kind of like a hostage situation in a way where we, our, our minds were kind of not all the way, like we were told we were going to make it, but we had to do these things and we couldn't leave in order to make it. Mm -hmm. So it was a big mind fuck, to be honest. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was good in the long run. I did lose, didn't lose friends, but I lost connections with people in my, mm -hmm. during that time. But mm -hmm. yeah, but at the end of the day, we kind of go, you know, we really grew from the experience and uh, I'm glad we left when we did. Like there's times when we look back and we're like, ah, if only we left then. But I, I think we still had lessons to learn. So, you know, glass half full. Right. We, we found each other and also on top of that, we, we got lessons, you know, we learnt lessons and, you know, and we got to wear hair extensions. So, you know. So he would like <laughs> take you to the salon and be like, more hair. Oh, no. <laughs> Like we, we had to pay for it. Like there was nothing like, yeah, <laughs> so he, he would never be like, Oh, let's, let me get you this hair. No, no. <laughs> like a Prince charming. Like if a man, like I have a friend whose husband will be like, you're in a bad mood, go get a spray tan. And like, that's what I want in my life is like a man who's like, you need a beauty treatment. Go, go please. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Facial. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's my thing. Mm. Uh, so we had how, what you had different types than I did, Telly. What what hair extension did you have? You had like the tape one. Yes. Yeah, so I I've I had um, the tape type, but I also had had the um, clip-ins mm -hmm. where you actually clip them in yourself, which was good because you could take them out at night. But I feel like with the tape, I. Feel like that was the safest like they get tangled up and and stuck together kind of oh yeah it's like a oof it's a mess what did you have Kara? i had two i had the beads which was so i didn't realize when i went to the hair extension lady i thought she said a hundred dollars and when i gave her my card she said eight hundred dollars <gasps> and this is right when i got my first tax return when this was like when i was like 25 and i was like Okay. 
and I just handed her my credit card because I heard her wrong. And it was a lot of money, but my hair looked really good. But it Wait, was- let's go through these types. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about hair extensions beyond the clip-ins. Of course, Jessica Simpson, like always, always like we'd love to partner. Um, <laughs> what what is a tape-in extension? So think double-sided tape mm-hmm. that hit each other. So they're going to have a string of your hair and then they're going to put tape on one side and tape on the other side. And it's almost, and then I think they put a little heat on they it. They put heat on it. Yeah. Like a sandwich. They put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of like, yeah, it sandwiches your hair. Um, but And it goes in like in the back of it, like when, bless her heart, like Britney Spears pulls up her hair and you can see her tracks. Is that... Like, is that what that is? I think yeah. Brittany has either sew-ins, which I also had, or she had, she also had the beads because you could see the beads because they kind of bunch up. Mm-hmm. And those I find were like, once your hair grows a little bit, your hair starts to loop underneath kind of like a, like a topsy tail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I had the worst knots of my life with both of them, to be honest. And famously, you have knots. I have knots for days, always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too, girl. Me too. So wait, what are the beads? So the beads are like, uh, they take a strand of your hair and then they put uh, like a rubber band on it and then a bead and then they, they melt the bead together. So you have your hair inside this bead hole with extra hair coming out of the hole that they put in. Extra. And it's like a clear Another, bead? Uh, it's, no, it's, it's a bead hole. Another bead hole. Um, no, it's a brown. It's whatever your hair color is. So mine was brown. Okay. So it's meant to like kind of blend in with your hair, but yes. like the texture is so different. You can see it. And that's why with Brittany, she has blonde hair, but she, she has blonde hair, but also we know her hair is not naturally blonde and you could see it when she'd flip, you'd see all the beads mm-hmm. they did match. Oh yeah. And then sew in, they, they do sew. A, they sew, so they tr- do a, sew a braid in the back of your head, two braids, mm-hmm. and then they sew a track into your hair. So that's damaging because when your hair starts to grow, the braid's still there, but the braid starts to be heavier and heavier and heavier and pull on your hair more and more because the weight's heavier. And so I lost a lot of hair doing that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It sounds painful. It was. It was. I mean, oh, yeah. my hair is uh, uh, my hair's not meant for that. I have fine, yeah. thin hair, lots of it, but it's just not meant to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not strong it, enough. It doesn't look like uh, – the problem is what I found is like having – curly wavy hair and then you put straight extensions in so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's if they're in full time like if they're not like the the type that you just clip in yourself you you wash your hair and you're like oh this half is curly and this half is straight (laughs) it's like you look odd you have to do your hair every day like you have no choice yeah so it's a lot of work and a lot of upkeep and I'm having having a hairstylist at all times, being able to denot your hair. I think that's why the celebrities would do it because they can just be like, "Oh, um, I just need the, I need my beads tightened," and they just go get it tightened, or they need. To yeah, be, it's just easier to do. Mm. And when you actually get your uh, extensions taken out, when you're like, "I'm done with this, never getting it again," you feel like you've got no hair. You're like, "I've lost it all." <laughs> yeah. It's have you had any other types? Either of you had any other types of extensions? The tape, the heat, um, beads, clip-ins. I've done the clip-ins. Yes, the clip-ins where it's at for safety yeah. <laughs> and sleeping because it kind of hurts when you sleep. You're oh, like, yeah. 
Well, my sew-ins were like, I like basically look like I, like when they grew out, it looked like I was like a, a, di- a baby with like a soiled diaper because it was like sagging down. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, like, I can't even. But you know, but you know what I mean? Like it's because it, the braid was. Your up. hair was droopy, not your yeah. pants. <laughs> no, my hair was droopy, but it looked like a, like a salt, like a diaper that was just like. Right. Yeah. A full, yeah. I mean, again, I'm babysitting children all the time right now, so that's the best I can do with analogies. <laughs> Your hair was full of hair. Hair, yes, hair and heavy hair. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was bad. I'm was just bad. picturing like a soiled hair. You know, oh. <laughs> I'm like, no. It would be. No. I can't think of anything more upsetting. I have had a bird poop in my hair, and it is just like. I've had I've been pooped on by birds like five times in my life. Like I I don't I'm like a very privileged person, but I'm not a very lucky person. You know, like if a small mishap can befall me, it will. So birds are always pooping on me. Once, oh my god! Once I sat at an audition for Putnam County Spelling Bee all day, six a.m. to four p.m. and then at four p.m. I had to go to work. So I left. It's in Times Square. So I like leave. I didn't get seen. I'm walking in Times Square and a pigeon shits down my shirt like a pigeon shirt's like on my neck and in my shirt and I was like oh my god and so I go into a Sabaro which is right there and I was like I need a napkin I need a napkin and they were like napkins are for customers it was just oh god oh god just say this is cheese this is cheese (laughs) you know that's supposed to be good luck though right and I'm not sure if they're just saying that to make you feel better maybe but Girl, you must be pretty darn lucky. <laughs> I think it must be a cumulative thing that's en route. You know, like at some point, I'll, I'll be pooped on enough to unlock the luck. But for <laughs> now, I have not seen it. The next level. Boom. Oh, my God. Yeah. I get pooped <laughs> on one more time and suddenly it's like I'm very famous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that could happen. That could happen. That's true. That is I true. That. I was in Times Square today. Um running a quick errand and there are tourists in Times Square, which is wild to me. And there's like characters in Times Square. Like that's, that's like always a thing, like people who want you to take their picture with them or whatever. And the Wonder Woman mask was so good. Like Wonder Woman had such a good costume. And then her COVID mask was like so cute. I, if I'd had any cash, I would have been like, can I take a picture with you? Aww. It's interesting. They're still doing, they're still, they're having people come and take pictures with people. And like, that's, you're getting close to them. To I mean, pictures. those are not like Times Square official workers. Like that is um, a freelance job. Like you definitely are not there as a, an official of the city of New York. Hmm. I wonder if they make good money, you oh, know, so. just hanging out. I mean, they have those guys that in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard if I, um, all the time. I mean, I haven't seen them recently, but I'm always like, what do you, like, you come and, like, people are going to take a picture and they can take a picture and just walk away and not pay you. Like, I just find yeah, it. Yeah, which is so crappy. So hard. Yeah. I don't. It's a hard job. I don't think anybody, I don't think it's a dream job. Like, it's right. not a job somebody turns to as, like, a first. <laughs> no. Like, even at Disney, those that job seems very hard. They're very intense at that at Disney. Like, very mm-hmm. intense. They have very strict rules. You're not allowed to tell anybody your name. You can't tell what goes on behind the scenes. Like they're very strict. Can't take any pictures of yourself in those costumes either and put them on Instagram or anything. Mm. Uh, It's really important. 
I, you can, if you and if I can't post on social, I'm sorry, I'm not taking the fucking job. Like if I can't, if that's like every day I go into my office here in New York, I pull up a spreadsheet, I take a selfie, and I say, "This is my day." <laughs> yep. If it's not on the gram, it didn't happen. Correct? Exactly, and I want a record of my work. And you know, the gram is always real. Everything on the on Instagram is real. So everyone, that's actually true. That right. is actually a fact. Mm-hmm. I actually um. I used to do princess parties back in the day. Like um, I would get booked. Now that's, oh my gosh, the wigs. Ugh, that was amazing. But I have to say there was, um, I didn't really do like the headed characters because I just, I'm a little claustrophobic, but um, I think it was, what's, what's the red, the red, like the cookie monster, but he's red. Elmo. Elmo. I was like, I had like a brain freeze there, but, um, there was this girl that was Elmo and they blew out the candles, but the, it lit Elmo on fire first. So oh my God. Like, the poor kid. And I was like all the hair all over the, like Elmo had to take the head off, you know? So I'm like this four year old's like, Elmo lost the head. Like, uh, you know, that's, that's like, those costumes are flammable. They yeah. are all synthetic. I mean, I can just imagine the eyes just like melting off and the kid's like, Elmo, Elmo. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like one of those candles that, you know, where they light it and it like becomes like a fire. It's not like a firecracker, but it's like a shh that goes Yeah. Up. And you, you don't, they pretend to blow it out, but it's just got to live, you know. It just sprayed El- in the face. Elmo lived. That's good. That's good. Wait, with those princess party costumes, do they give you the co- like? Are you like today I'm Belle, and they'll give you the Belle costume, or do you have to keep them all? No. So um, the lady that owned the company would have all the different outfits, and I would go from character character to character. So I would go pick up my costumes, and I would have like Ariel, Cinderella, Belle, like all of it, all of it. Sometimes it was um fancy nancy <laughs> or like a fairy you know who's fancy nancy i don't know but she was a girl that wore a very fancy colorful dress and a crazy wig i think they made her up she I sounds fun yeah i totally thought it was american i was like oh fancy nancy totally american i what? mean she might she might be like i don't socialize with that many children um mm-hmm. so Thank i just may not be hip to what they like and kara is talking to two-year-olds mostly. Do they know about Fancy Nancy yet? Um, actually, it's Fancy Karen right now. So, um, no. No. I don't know who Fancy Nancy is. I think I think it was just like a girl – like I think it was for like a little girl's party, right? And they were like, tea party. And they're like, how pretty can you be for this little girl? Like, you know, uh, pretty dresses. I've seen – I remember seeing that you had like purple hair. You had some mm-hmm. – you had a clown was, one. Yeah, yeah. It was totally clowny. Like rainbow bright, but like less rainbows. Yeah. And then like stockings with polka dots on it, but every other pattern was on the dress. So, I mean, it was a lot, maybe too much. (laughs) Little kids were like, ah, like you can't look straight at that dress. Yeah. Too much, too much, but it was fun. It was fun while it was fun till it wasn't, you know, all jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I also think going from like party to party, like I remember being Ariel and I had a cut on my back. So I had like a, um, a patch over it and they're like, Ariel, what, what happened? 
and you just have to be so quick with kids. Like I remember being like, yeah, uh, I was, I was swimming in Australian waters and I, I was like rubbed up against a shark and it scratched me and they were like, no way. I'm like, yeah, but they believe everything, you know, like kids are great. Kids are great. I mean, that's fun. Like if somebody told me that as a thing that happened to them now, I'd be like, I believe that because that's a fun thing to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharks. Yeah. To swim up against one and get scratched. And that's the worst thing. And it's like, yeah, I bumped up against a shark. I got a little scratch. It was, it sucked, but. <laughs> Good. Yeah. But otherwise we're cool. You know, me and the shark. <laughs> I love it. So you have eyebrows that I would kill for. Like they are very pretty. They're shaped gorgeously. And it seems like they make your hair color transition easy. Is that a good assumption? Oh, wow. You know, what's so funny. I've never plucked my eyebrows. They are literally just like this. Like I've never. Perfectly arched. They just do it. But I'm also very expressive. So I'm like, thank goodness. Otherwise people, it would draw so much attention if they were like crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I, the only thing that I ever do is put like a little brown on the inside to like, you know, just give it a little bit more on the inside. But other than that, like I've never, I've never had to pluck outside anything. Like, I don't know what, like I remember people getting threading. Is that what they call it? Threading? Yeah, threading, yeah. I was like, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's just nothing there. It just stays. Mm. And you're so lucky. Are you similarly blessed? Like, (laughs) like Kara and I talk a lot about chin hairs, a lot about chin hairs on the podcast and off the podcast. If I got a chin hair question, I'm texting Tara, Kara day or night, you know? (laughs) 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 That's amazing. I don't think I've ever had a chin hair, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm like, that's amazing that you're like, woo, check out this puppy. I mean, I would never, I would die before I showed it to anyone. Uh, but like, it's just more like Kara, I, you know, like I feel like it's this secret shame of a lot of women. Uh, and so that is part of why Kara and I are so close. I think is because we feel comfortable sharing our hairy secrets with our each hairy other. Secrets. Yeah. I- but the body can produce hair anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. I mean, but you're not ever been, I've never seen that. You're not a hairy person. Your legs are pretty, pretty shiny. Pretty shiny. <laughs> I do find though, like the more you shave your legs, like the more it's like they grow back and I'm like, oh, they're not soft anymore. <laughs> you know, they're, they're blunt cut. If you let it grow and just like, pl- well, no, I guess. If you, what if you pluck your leg hair? Will it be the same? <laughs> I think by the time you plucked it all, it would start to grow back so you could find out. <gasps> not yeah. going to lie. I've definitely plucked my leg hair before. And all of it, re- and most recently, probably like a couple days ago. No, not all of it, but just like because I ha- I've had some patches from when I did laser that have grown back, but I don't want like I just like sometimes that bothers me, so I just pluck the patch. <laughs> well, plucking the patch I think is very different than being like, okay, let me take like seven hours of my day. To- <laughs> no, I don't. Sometimes I do it as like just a stress relief. I'm like, I gotta pluck my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used, um, you know, the at-home uh, waxing, like the mm-hmm. leg at-home waxing? I've never done that. I'm scared. Oh, you should let Kara do it. She's very good. Kara, like, Kara loves to wax. Um, and then she'll show you the strip and she'll go, look at those hairs. 
look at all of them. And she's like, she's so amped on it. It's really fun. Oh, you get the root and everything. Like when Oh, yeah. You got that root and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just like the whole thing. And you see how long that hair actually is. It's very satisfying. Yeah. Like you had an ice, like the tip of an iceberg on your leg, but underneath, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. But what about like ingrown hands? That is the worst. Yes. Oh, I, I mean, I used to get them a lot more, but thanks to laser, I don't get them as much. Mm-hmm. But I used to get them when I had folliculitis where it would, um, I'd have like green pustules on my leg in high school. It was really traumatic in high school. <laughs> it was painful too. They were like big fat zits on my chin, like all over. I, I have pop marks. Did I get this wrong, right? Pop marks, pop marks. Pock marks. Pock marks. marks. Pock marks on my chin. Okay. <laughs> I just remember from like, you know, I went through a phase where it was like Brazilians. That was, that was the thing. And the whole reason of doing it is to be smooth, but then you get an ingrown hair and you're like, really, really? Mm-hmm. Just took away the greatness. Flash. Now I have an activity today. Like now I can really get in there to that guy. Mm-hmm. It's motivation to stay flexible. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But I've I've never waxed my legs. It's always been the shaver. You've yeah. never, you 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 have very, but you do have like you don't have much hair on your legs. It's definitely not dark hair on your legs. No, and I've never shaved past my knee. Like I only go from knee down. Do you have a long uh, bikini line? Is your bikini line pretty intense, or is it kind of just whoop, just right there? I'm like whoop, a little. Uh, it's just there. It's it's not it's not. Um, offensive i would say <laughs> you know, like, i definitely have gone into like the waxer and be like it's so bad i'm so sorry and they're like it's not bad at all <laughs> like this is not a lot to work with and i'm like oh good because you don't know it's not like you get it out and you're like look at all my hair like you know you, you don't know what to compare to yeah so- you need you need like a chart like they need to have a chart up there that's like sev- like minor to severe yes i think so you can be like it's going to be this when i take my pants off <laughs> yeah <laughs> what ch- level are you <laughs> that's a big golden girls thing to not shave above the knee they had like a whole episode about it where rose was like scandalized that blanche shaved above the knee she was like you shave above the knee that's that's what fast girls do. And Blanche was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, now that you say that, I think my mom, when I first started shaving, didn't want me to shave above my knee. It's, I think it's a thing from that. Yeah. Like, not that your mom is the same age as the Golden Girls, <laughs> but I think like that is like a, a thing from like a previous generations where it's like, we don't shave above the knee. And it's like, well, I wear pants above the knee. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I have to say, I think it came from my mom. I, so I think that's where it started. But the truth is my hairs above my knee are actually blonde and not a lot. So I just kind of go, eh, yeah, what if they came back black? Then I'd be yeah. like, shit. Yeah, I feel like the older I've, I've gotten, the, my, my thigh leg hair isn't as bad. That I did get laser on it. <laughs> but I was post-laser. Ah, oh, damn it. Um, but in general, I think it's not as like, it doesn't grow back as dark as my lower leg hair. <laughs> I thought that too for a while. And then I went a little long between laser hair appointments because of coronavirus. And uh, it came, it came back with such a vengeance that I was like, 
oh, I, I will never again doubt you. I'm so sorry, like yeah. here. <laughs> and I want laser. It's not fun. Like it's not like oh, that's something I would like to do, but like. It's probably as painful as waxing, but like the pain is spread out over longer because it takes longer to do. I mean, I used to get waxed, and to me, that's more painful than than the than the laser. I can handle a laser. So people be like, "Do you need some numbing cream on your legs?" I'm like, "No, just do it. Just do it. Um, just Badass. burn that shit off of my legs, please, God." And Kara walks like, into a spa. Everybody's like, "Get out of her way. She's very tough." <laughs> I love it. And the problem. Uh, when you wax as well, you tense before they pull. So it does make it worse because you like, they're like one, two, three. And you're like, don't count. Just, just, just do it. Surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. They do. And they, they, I find that the faster they go also, it kind of does just like, it, it gets better. It gets better mm-hmm. and faster. Mm. I like when they coach you through breathing. Like I like when they treat it like a birth where they're like, okay, now take a dig, big deep breath in. And now let it out. And then they rip it. And you're like, thank you. That's what I came here for is a little Lamaze while I'm doing this bikini wax. I find it to be probably very therapeutic and also like a very good anger technique to do when you're mad. Just go get a wax. Yeah. It does fill you with adrenaline afterwards. Like Like you could punch anything or like, like I go to European wax, which I'd love to be partner. Uh, And they they say you're strutting in and strutting out with your wax to like strut your beauty around. And it's, I do feel like I'm strutting a little bit. Yeah. And then some of the wax gets stuck into your, your, your pants while you walk out. You're like, Oh, ow, ow. Just just a little bit, just to remind you where you came from. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I always went home. I always went home with wax on some part of me when I, when I got waxed. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Like you're just like, Oh, there's a weird little string of wax on my leg later. Oh, and a whole lot of baby powder. Like the baby powder is like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think they're not allowed to use baby powder on that part of your body anymore. They got it. Got um, token powder got <gasps> recalled. You can't use baby powder down there anymore. Oh yeah. my god, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Johnson and Johnson or something. I, I've seen it all over Facebook where they're like lawsuit. There's so there's a lot of cancer. Uh, chemicals in there, I guess. And they, they don't, they can't really, they can't really do quality checks on the powder because there's just so much of it that they're just like, let's just recall the whole thing and call it a day. Like there's a lot of cancer causing issues about, with pow- baby powder. Unfortunately. After people have been using on their freaking babies egg. and their vagina waxings for yep. years. For years. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Like who knows what the next thing's going to be, you know, because baby powder, who would have just ever- use, you know, you could use flour. Right? No, that probably maybe nope, just kidding. Let's just go back. We're gonna take this time. <laughs> We're not that absolutely is staying in. So I don't know, maybe we will start using flour. You know, what could baking soda go wrong? You create a little like homemade glue in your yeah. biz. That seems great. Yeah, baking soda rises up. Oh, Perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's uh, an goodness. endless number of things you could do that would be gross. Ugh. Nice maybe and yeasty. A little aloe. Oh god. Kara. I was oh, avoiding saying the wild word. I know. Thing. You just jumped I right mean, in. We're talking about bread and rising. So what are you gonna get? What are you gonna you have to. You have to say yeasty. <laughs> you have to say it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, is there any 
other hair story that you feel we should know about you, Telly? Well, actually, this is interesting. Like, I always go and get my skin checked, right? Because it's important. And I've just got that kind of skin that you need to go. And you know what my dermatologist told me? If a hair is growing out of a mole, like a dark hair, it actually means that the, the mole is fine, that you don't need to worry about it. And I was like, wow, like, why is that? Because you know how, like, if you have, like, moles, usually you don't really have, like, this big hair coming out of it. But it's true. I wonder, I, why, I, I wonder why hair grows out of a mole so dark compared to everything else. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But I did find that super interesting. I was like, huh. That's mole? pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Mm. And to be like, okay, see, I have this huge mole. It's scary looking, but I have a giant hair in it, so it's actually fine. <laughs> like, like the one, like the ones that on the chin. And I have a woman a friend of that has a big mole on her chin, and she has to constantly pluck that hair. There's like oh, four man. hairs growing out of it. And, oh wow! Yeah. Do you ever try to get in there, Kara? No, I have not. But now I know she's safe, knowing the story. Right. <laughs> You should text her and tell her. I'm sure she'd appreciate it. You're Tell, good, you tell us a little bit about your tap company. Oh yeah, totally. Um, so it's called Tap That, and uh, you know I started it. I think it was like four years ago now, or coming on four years. Pretty sure it's four years. Um, but you know, it, it's five females. <clears throat> And it's kind of, I like to think of it kind of like the Spice Girls of tap dancing in that everyone's got their own flavor. So, um, you know, we're, we're funky, we're, we're new age, but everyone's technically trained as well. So, you know, a lot of people look and they think Broadway tap. And yeah, sure, we can do Broadway tap, but there's a lot more to um really having rhythmical tapping that kind of pushes the boundaries. And I think that's what we do. I always say like, as a group, we, we break glass ceilings uh, cause we're kind of doing stuff that people haven't done before. And I've always loved film as well and have training in film and theater and all that kind of thing. So my dream was always to bring like tap dancing and film together. So from the beginning, I always would come out with these crazy ideas and create videos where it's like a music video, but of tap dancing. So uh, the first video ever, I got a rain machine made and we were like tap dancing in the rain, like very like singing in the rain, but, but totally different tap dancing. But cool, but very cool. Like like just funky, um, rhythmical. Yeah. And all different scenes. So it was really brought together. And from there, I just, we got sponsored tap shoes and everything like that. And, you know, it was amazing. So just keep doing videos. Um, currently working on like a full show, <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's, it's a lot on the brain to go all these different routines, but it's crazy the way your brain works with repetition. And, you know, like we've had this break now with COVID, which is so sad because we were really like on a roll, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, definitely something you should check out. It's uh, tap that production. Don't add the S because you'll find a different kind of website. Wow. Um, and some of our listeners may already, you know, like be fans of that. And we would love to partner with either of you. Her videos are like legit. Um, I've been on all of the sets of all of them and like her tap 
is ridiculously amazing. Like the time, the, the, the steps she's doing within the music are just, it actually makes you just want to like listen to the tap and listen to the music like in your car because it's just so rhythmically like satisfying that, um, I, and they're, and it's f- so amazing to watch. Um, and you got a really good big following on Instagram and, um, YouTube. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely do. And look, it's something that happens gradually, but I do find, um, tap dancers find tap dancers and then people repost you. And that has been like the biggest blessing is like people reposting because then someone that knows that person finds it and you know, but yeah, Kara's been on every set and I really think we've grown over the time too. Like we just keep pushing the boundaries, but the last one, uh, not the last one, but the one before the last one, uh, we were even like tap dancing on a bar, like coyote ugly style. And, um, we totally ruined the bar. It was so bad. Oh no. This was for a video shoot. And then you were like, Oh, sorry about your bar. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think that we now sponsor that bar because I had to get, uh, um, someone to come in and completely redo the bar. It it's was a long partially bar. your bar now. Yeah. You own yeah. some of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was such like, it was, a good diameter to dance on and it was such good wood and also all our screws were in it was we took every precaution it just it was a bad phone call to receive oh my god (laughs) but but a great video so it's beautiful it's good there you go so check that out on tap.production.com no less and what about your instas well for you anders yes so at Talina Lee is everything. Um, there's not many Talinas around, so yeah, yeah, fine. Um, and then tap that production is everything on all of them. It's all at mm-hmm. tap that production. Thank you for coming today, Telly, and talking about all of the hairiness of our world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you for having me. I, I love what you guys are doing. This is so fun. Yeah, well, we'll have you, you back again. Definitely. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.